Let somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Indeed, a million thanks are not enough to express our gratitude to God for what you have been seeing from the beginning of this service. Let somebody say, the Lord is here. Let somebody say, the healer is in our midst. Let someone say, the living God is in our midst. The creator of heaven and earth is in our midst. Through his word, by his spirit. Give thanks to him, give thanks to him. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for every moment of your attention. Say, Lord, we don't know how to satisfy the needs of our lives, but Lord, you do. That's why I am here. Say, Lord, that's why I am here. Give thanks to God for his mercy, for his grace. You may be seated in his presence. Hallelujah. Am I talking to believers? I hear only two. Am I talking to believers in Christ? If I'm talking to a genuine believer, a smile should enlighten your face. Because you know it has been done already. Yes. Brethren, Christianity is not a religion, but a living relationship with a living God. Just because a person calls himself a Christian does not mean he is a believer. A man of sense, knowledge, belief may mentally assent and never have. He may hope and never have. He may be familiar with the original text of the scripture in Greek and Hebrew. He may know the history of the word and still never have. Let someone say, it is not our logic. It is not our logic. It is not our philosophy. It is not our knowledge that brings about the new life in Christ Jesus. Men may mentally assent or not have. Men may do much by outward restraint, but lack the character of God in their resolutions. That's why the Bible says in the book of Matthew, Chapter 7, verse 20. By their fruit, you shall know them. Jesus Christ never strived to look good. He was simply good. Jesus Christ never strived to have good reputation. He had character from above. A man can be a Christian by profession by confession and not such in heart. Human knowledge, human understanding 
oftentimes makes a mistaken judgment of character. But the Lord only values the holy faith, love, peace, the fruit of the Spirit embedded in our heart beyond human discernment. La Bible déclare que quelqu'un se déclare chrétien ne veut pas dire qu'il est un croyant. L'homme à la connaissance charnelle, sensorielle, peut être en accord mentalement avec l'Écriture et ne jamais recevoir la promesse de Dieu. Elle peut espérer et ne jamais recevoir. Elle peut espérer, confesser et ne jamais recevoir. Pourquoi La Bible dit ce n'est pas notre logique. Ce n'est pas notre philosophie, ce n'est pas notre connaissance qui apporte la vie nouvelle. L'homme peut s'efforcer de faire ce qui est juste, mais il leur manque le caractère de Dieu dans leur résolution. Laissez-moi dire « Man may mentally ascend and not have. » C'est « Human knowledge oftentimes makes a mistaken judgment of character. » But the Lord God Almighty only values the faith, the fruit of the Spirit embedded in our hearts beyond human discernment. This leads us to the title of our message, Christianity is all about heart. Let's say true Christianity is all about heart. Let me take you to the book of Matthew, chapter 15. Let's start our reading from verse 8. It says, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Verse 9. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Let's say it's all about heart. Cela veut simplement dire que ma vie reflète ma foi. La Bible déclare que l'homme est un esprit. Dieu est esprit. Alors je me tiens devant vous pour vous dire que la foi vient de ce que l'on entend et cela vient de la parole de Dieu. The book of Proverbs chapter 27 verse 19 says that our life reflects what is in our heart. This means the heart refers to the man himself. Say the heart refers to the man himself. The prophet Joshua says is the seed of desires, emotions, knowledge, conscience, and moral character. Let someone say living is all about heart. Second Corinthians chapter 5, the mind of God says that If anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old man has ceased to be. The new man has taken place. This means your past is over. Say, my past is over. Say, my past is over. When your past is over, means you are born anew. Means you are sanctified by the truth of Christ. When you give the control of your life to Jesus, 
the Lord will give you a new heart. He will give you a new nature and a new desire to please him. Say, neighbor, when you give the control of your life to God, he will give you a new heart, a new desire to please him. Accepting Jesus Christ is to accept the nature of God. How do we have the nature of God? It is God's word that builds the nature of God into us. In other words, Christ is building himself into us. As his word rules, dominates, and sanctifies our spirit nature. Let someone say God's word is spirit and life. Say whatever my heart engages on, influences my conduct and my character. The Holy Spirit uses God's word to act upon our soul to produce the virtues of Christ's character. God's word can only enlighten you and me. It can only quicken us when it is illumined by the Spirit of God. God's word reflects his character. When the word of God dominates our mouth, it will dominate our heart. And when the word of God dominates our heart, it will influence our behavior, our character, our attitude. Let someone say the word of God. The living word. The word of God is the living presence of the divine power. Let someone say it is God's power working through his word and by his spirit that brings about a new life. Say, I'm here for a change. My life will change. My attitude will change. My past is over. The evidence of Christ Jesus is life's change. Today, if you believe, no matter your past, Jesus has come to put an end to your past and give birth to your future. The gospel of God's grace challenges and changes everything. We have seen a sinner's character being healed. We have seen a liar becoming truthful. We have seen a drunkard becoming sober. To his power, nothing is impossible. Saul grew up under the feet of Gamaliel. He knew all the rights and the law of Moses. But the Bible says he was serving a God he did not know. Because we can't know God by outward things. He was persecuting those who believe in Christ Jesus because he was living outside the truth where the true light comes from. Saul simply needed to know God better. Say, neighbor, you need to know God better. Say, neighbor, no matter your problem, focus on God. You need to know God 
better. Just an encounter with the Lord on your life will change today. After his encounter with Jesus, soul, sense, knowledge, belief gave way to a new kind of knowledge. It is a spiritual knowledge, revelation knowledge. And the Bible says that immediately Saul discovered the man God wanted him to be, the great apostle Paul. Jesus Christ never disconnects himself from anyone who makes mistakes in their life. No matter what brought you here today, no matter the mistakes you have committed, there is hope for you. I say there is hope for you. Jesus never rejected anyone who came to him for healing, for deliverance, for salvation. There was a woman of bad character. The Bible says she was a sinful woman. But she met Jesus in the house of Simon the Pharisee. Jesus met her in a condition where she was rejected because of the sinful life she was living. But immediately she knew about Jesus. The Bible says she became conscious of her sins. And she ran to Jesus, ready to restore, to make peace with his creator, Jesus Christ the Lord. She came to Jesus behind, crying. And Jesus saw in her an attitude of remorse, humility, self-denial, and a desire to change. And the Lord was moved to compassion, brushed aside her unworthy past, and a life of prostitution came to an end. She became a woman of noble character. I want you to talk to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know what is your challenge. But all I know, we are serving a God who never dodges crisis. He sees them as a challenge. If you put your problem into the hand of Jesus today, he will put his peace into your heart. Say, neighbor, are you searching heart? Ask your neighbor, are you searching heart? The man of God says, the principal source of finding ourselves spiritually, the principal source of knowing ourselves saved is the Holy Bible. There is no substitute to it. The word of God is a seed of divine life that comes into your heart and causes faith to grow. And faith purifies the heart and sanctifies it from all those lusts of the world. Are you ready? Say, neighbor, are you ready for the radical transformation that only God can bring? Today, Many confess the name of Jesus Christ and deny him in action. Many confess the name of the Lord and deny him by their attitude. Their attitude do not reflect what they believe. 
What is the cause of this? Brethren, only our character can testify to our confession of Jesus. Jesus Christ has no place in the heart not dominated by his word. The word has priority over his name. We must be grounded, rooted in the word of God before we call that name, before we bring Jesus on the scene. So failure to give Jesus Christ his proper position in our hearts is actually responsible for the crisis of our faith today. Let's must say failure to give Jesus Christ his proper position in our heart is actually responsible for the crisis of our faith. In other words, failure to allow the word of God in the midst of our heart is actually responsible for the crisis of our faith. Brethren, I put to you finally, in Christ Jesus, there is a general offer of life and salvation to all who believe. When you accept Jesus Christ genuinely, you have the very presence of God in your heart through the Holy Spirit. And the man of God say, the Holy Spirit is God's imperative of life. He is the giver of all life. He renews and changes our lives. And the basic work of the Spirit of God in our life in salvation is to impart a new life into the heart of the believer. That's making me, making you a child of God, a true believer in Christ. I want you to stand up in his presence. Stand up in his presence. Say, Lord Jesus, I am here for a change. I am here, Lord, for the radical transformation of my life that only you can bring. Lord, here I am. I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Here I am in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Brethren, the moment you make Jesus the CEO, the direction of your life, you will be wired to the creator in a unique way. You will fear no more. You will worry no more. Say, I am reconciled. I'm linked up with God. Brethren, to be born again is to have a new life. Repentance is our only hope for God's mercy. It's a commitment to a new way of life. It's a commitment to a new way of righteousness, of following God in spirit and in truth. When you follow Jesus today, your life will change. Your attitude will change. And you become saved and delivered in Jesus' name. May the word of God bless your heart in Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, Jesus.